0: Next, the golden days of
1: radio.
2: This is Frank Brizzy inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program we are featuring comedian Steve Allen with Louie Nye, Tom Poston, Don Knotts and Skitch Henderson, Amanda Randolph in one of the popular shows of the 50s, Beulah, and a comedy sketch by Professor Irwin Corey. The Tonight Show has been a popular feature on NBC television for many years. I wonder how many remember that it first went on the air about 1954 with a bright new young comedian as its star. His name was Steve Allen. You'll also hear one of the popular man-on-the-street routines. With him will be Louie Nye, Tom Poston, Don Knotts, and Skitch Henderson. Now, here's Steve Allen. The
0: National Broadcasting Company presents... Who? Tonight. What? Starring Steve Allen. Oh, him. With Edie Bombay, Steve Lawrence, Kit Henderson, Dean Rayburn, and tonight's guest, Dane Fly.
2: Now, here he is, the star of tonight, Steve Allen.
0: Thank you. You're very kind. Uh, We did not plan this portion of the program uh, in this particular way. There's our man on the street theme, and tonight we're going to ask the man on the street what he's planning to do on his summer vacation. Now, let's see. There's our first man on the street. Your name, sir?
3: Your name, please. My name is Gordy Hathaway. I'm from Manhattan, and hi-hoo, Steve Reno. Yes, indeed. Gordon, just what do you do now for a living? Well, I'm a Jaguar salesman, Slim. Oh, you, oh. you sell foreign cars, huh? No, Jaguars. <laughs> Dig those crazy cats. I see. Well, tonight the question is, what are you going to do on your vacation? Well, I'm planning to visit Mother in the Hawaiian Islands. Alo,
4: Aloha.
3: Alo, Every little movement has a meaning all its own, Slim.
4: <laughs>
3: you should see Mother doing the hula. Oh, it's just fracture time (laughs) You mean she wears a grass skirt? You haven't seen Mother lately She wears a whole lawn (laughs) Mother swings Yes, she really goes, huh? Oh, yes No one can touch her when she starts shaking out the crabgrass Well, I hope you have a good time, Gordon By the way, how are you getting to the islands? Well, uh, you know that boat that drags watches across the ocean? Mm Mm-hmm, you have a big stateroom? No, I'm wearing the watch
0: <laughs> And there's our next gentleman uh, What is your name, sir? <laughs> oh, you still don't remember your name, huh? No, nope. but in the meantime, I'm using another name You can call me Chalice Chalice Well, listen, won't you uh, get in trouble? No, he's never home I see <laughs> well, listen, John Back in place, sir John, where are you going This summer on your vacation? Well, I'm going to spend Two wonderful weeks At Lake Lishness I hope to meet a girl I can marry I see You want to give her your name? No, I want to get hers Thanks a lot There's an interesting Looking condi- or gentleman What is your name, sir?
5: My name is H.P. Bavona And I'm a big game hunter <laughs>
0: Tell me, what does the HP stand for? Here, pussy! (laughs) Well, our question is What are you planning to do on your summer vacation?
5: Well, this summer I'm going to a farm My doctor told me I'm underweight
0: How much do you weigh?
5: Well, in the doctor's office I weighed 130
0: Well, that's not so bad In ounces? Oh
5: (laughs)
4: Yeah,
0: but a farm is a great place to regain your health. Drinking fresh milk right from the cow will build you up.
5: No, well, it just won't work out with me. How come? Every time I milk a cow, I get butter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and who are you, sir?
2: My name is Sidney Ferguson. I'm from the Bronx and I'm a Viking. <laughs> oh,
0: right. are, are you a... Uh, listen, you big goof. Are you a... Uh, <laughs> Well, I speak friendly to the Are you a descendant of Eric the Red? Yes, indeed. They call me Charlie the Chicken.
4: <laughs>
0: I am the most dangerous Viking of them all. I'm, I'm an undefeated warrior. <laughs> you mean you've never been beaten in combat? Well, how do you account for that?
6: Real horns.
2: Oh, I <laughs> Steve Allen is a gas. I really dig that. The the character of Beulah was first portrayed by Marlon Hurt on the Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Later, the part was played by the late Hattie McDaniel. And finally, Amanda Randolph. Here's the last program after a decade and a half. The date is June 4th, 1954, and here's The Beulah Show.
1: Time for The Beulah Show, starring Amanda Randolph as...
5: Beulah, a gal who's always and span... And I'd look even more spick if I had less span.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's the Beulah Show, brought to you transcribed from Hollywood.
5: Love that man.
1: Well, this evening, the big stage show of the Parent Teachers Association will be presented in the school auditorium, and naturally, the entire Henderson household is greatly excited.
5: Yes, sir. No wonder, with Miss Alice directing the show, Mr. Harry telling jokes, and Donnie reciting boots, well, even my boyfriend Bill and I are going to do an act. We're
1: going to sing a duet. Is that all you're going to do, Beulah? Just sing? Why, why, you two are terrific dancers.
5: Uh Uh-uh. No, Mr. Jacobs, no dancing. (laughs) We gave our sacred promise to Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. (laughs) Beulah! Come on, Miss Alice. Excuse me, Mr. Jacobs. Surely, Beulah.
7: Would
8: you heat up some milk, please? I'll get a hot compress ready for Donnie.
5: What's the matter with Donnie, Miss Allison?
8: Oh, nothing serious. It's that poem, Boots, he was to recite for the show tonight. Oh,
5: what's the poem got to do with it?
8: Well, he's been rehearsing so hard all week, he developed laryngitis. Oh, I'm sure
5: he'll be all right tomorrow, but right now he can't speak above a whisper. Oh, isn't that terrible after he practiced that poem so much? Yeah.
7: <laughs> you know, I've heard that poem so often, I know it by heart. Boots, 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 boots. Marching up and down again. Oh, please,
8: dear. Hmm? Beulah must be sick of that poem, too. She was rehearsing
5: Donnie all week, you know. (laughs) Oh, good, there's Bill. I got to give him this bow tie I bought for him to wear tonight. Well, I'll bring the milk up to Donnie. You go right ahead. Come in, my handsome singing partner. You're a
9: sight for so eyes. You're as lovely (laughs)
6: as a morning sunrise. Shut the
5: door. You're letting him fly.
9: (laughs) Oh, it's good to see you again, my fire little flamingo feather. What time shall I pick you up tonight, baby? Myself. I'll be waiting outside with my motorcycle running.
5: Bill, you don't think I'm going to the show tonight sitting behind you on that motorcycle.
9: Oh, of course not, baby. Tonight we go formal. Oh. I got the sidecar attached. (laughs)
5: Well, that's different And look, Bill Look what I bought for you to wear tonight
9: Oh, that's pretty Yellow and purple with green and red stripes (laughs) (laughs)
5: What
9: is it, a stuffed butterfly?
5: Of course not It's a bow tie I want you to wear it tonight So you look like a real crooner
9: Uh-uh, not me I ain't wearing one of
5: them Oh, now, Bill Baby,
9: let's face it I just ain't the bow tie type
5: Bill, I bought it just for you.
9: Well, I'm too old for bow ties.
5: It'll make you look dapper.
9: Well, I'm too old to be wearing dappers, too.
5: <laughs> I
9: just don't want to wear a bow tie, and I got a right to be temperamental.
5: Yeah, but you got too much temper and not enough mental. Well, you got to choose between
9: me and the bow tie. I'll take the bow tie. It's pretty. Okay, then sing your it with the bow tie. Goodbye!
5: Oh, me. Now, look what I did. <laughs> right, everybody. Places for the next act. Hey, get that train seal away from the light. Hey, Pete. Hey, Pete. Pete. Pete.
7: Pete. Tone that down a little, will you? There's a show going on out front.
5: Oh, Mr. Harris. Oh,
7: uh, hello, Bueller. Come in here where we can talk, huh? Did you get Bill?
5: No. I went by his house, but he isn't home.
7: I see. Well, looks like you're going to have to do the song alone,
5: huh? Yes, sir, Mr. Harris. Now, Bueller, um, now,
7: now, you listen to me. Yeah. In show business, you, you just meet these emergencies as they come. Mm-hmm. See? Now, when Donnie couldn't recite Boots at the very last minute, I got Johnny Jacobs to do a little act. <laughs> I understand he's got a very funny routine. Oh, good. You well, say that reminds me, too. I follow him. <sighs> I wonder if I got my routine straight. Builda, I'll, I'll pretend you're the audience here.
4: All right.
7: <laughs> yeah. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? You know, uh, when I was a kid, my father told me never to go to a burlesque show because I'd see something I wasn't supposed to see. <laughs> but I went to the burlesque show anyway, and I did see something I wasn't supposed to
5: see. What was that, Mr. Harry? My father.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, Think it'll get a laugh? Why, you can't miss.
7: Well, the comedian I stole this routine from gets big laughs all the time. <laughs> Then uh, then I say, I will now sing a little song entitled uh, The Plastic Surgeon Overdid It When He Gave My Brother an Upturned Nose
4: <laughs>
7: Now every time he sneezes, he blows his hat off
4: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: Oh, Mother, tuck my covers in, I'm tossing them off tonight <laughs> Oh, hey, listen to that applause Johnny Jacobs must be on Let's see how he's doing, huh?
1: Because I'd see something I wasn't supposed to see but I went to the burlesque show anyway, and I did see something I wasn't supposed to see.
5: My father!
7: <laughs> Is that John Jacobs?
5: That's either him or a very slow echo.
1: Now I would like to sing a song entitled, The Plastic Surgeon Overdid It When He Gave My Brother an Upturned Nose. Why,
5: that
7: low-down crook.
1: Or now every time he sneezes, he blows his hat off. <laughs> <laughs>
5: He ain't the only one who's blowing his top.
7: You <laughs> can you imagine that? Of all the unethical tricks, he went and stole his material from the same guy I did.
5: What are you going to do, Mr. Harry? Do what can I do? My act's shot. I'm going home. Oh, but Mr. Harry, you can't leave. We'll figure out something. Yeah? You know, they say the show must go on. <laughs>
8: Oh, hi, Beulah. I've been so busy in here all evening with the costumes, I haven't had a chance to see how the show's going. Everything running smoothly?
5: Yeah, but we had a couple of detours. What do you mean? Well, Mr. Jacobs came in at the last minute and told all Mr. Harris jokes. Oh, my goodness.
8: Donnie rehearses boots all week, gets laryngitis. Mr. Henderson rehearses jokes all week, and then Johnny
5: Jacobs tells them. Yeah, but I think we got it all straightened out now. We just doubled up our troubles. Oh, what's Mr. Henderson going to do? He's on right now. You can hear him. Boop, boop, <laughs> boop, boop, marching
9: up and down
6: again.
8: Oh, no. He's reciting the poem Donnie couldn't recite in the first
5: place. That's right. <laughs> and that's the first time I ever heard of a father falling in his son's bootsteps. <laughs> <laughs>
8: Hey, you're on next.
5: Oh, Miss Alice, I'm so nervous going oh, on alone. you'll do fine.
8: That operatic area you substituted will be a novelty.
5: It certainly will. A little area coming from such a big area. <laughs> Hello,
9: baby. Are we ready to go on? Oh,
5: Bill, it's you. And you're wearing a bow tie.
9: Just snap my elastic and call me Frankie Boy.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
7: Bill, you're wonderful. Well, look,
9: come on, baby. I already told Mr. Henderson... He's making the introduction. And here
7: they are now. That great song
5: team, Bill and Yula. Let's go, Billy Boy. If the night of Gale could sing like you, they'd sing much sweeter than they do. For you brought a new kind of love to me And if the Sandman brought me dreams of you I'd want to sleep my whole life through For you brought a new kind of love to me
4: I
9: know that I'm a slave You're the dream But still you can understand
5: Cause underneath it all I'm a man And you're only a man.
9: I would work and slave the whole day through if I could
4: hurry on you. You brought a new kind of love to me. You brought a brand new kind of LOV to me.
5: Oh, how do we do, Miss Allen? Oh, you were both just wonderful. Oh, thank you. Bill was great. Bill, <laughs> I never heard you sing so good. How come?
9: Oh, it wasn't me, baby. It was this doggone necktie that turned the tricks. <laughs> doggone thing kept choking me so much, the words were only too happy to come out. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Tonight's program is the last one for this season. We want to thank you for the wonderful way you've received Beulah and her friends during the past ten years. Ha <laughs> Love you folks!
1: The Beulah Show is produced and directed by Stephen Hayes, assisted by Jerry Nelson. It was written this week by Sal Sachs, Seaman Jacobs, and Lee Carson. Music is by Gordon Kibbe. Sound by Vic Lavoti. Audio by Paul McDermott. The part of Harry Henderson is played by Houston Baker. Alice by Mary Jane Croft. Bill by Ernest Whitman. And Beulah, of course, by Amanda Randolph. This is Johnny Jacobs speaking.
2: Professor Irwin Corey was a popular comedian in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. His brand of humor is always refreshing. Here's Mr. Corey, as introduced by Edgar Bergen in November 1944.
6: I've been asked what I do about Charlie's schoolwork when we're away from home, playing service camps in different spots across the country. And I'd like to make it clear that his education is not being neglected. I have not only secured the services of a teacher, but I've secured the best tutor that money can buy the world's foremost authority, Professor Irwin Corrie. Good evening. (laughs) I shall take but a very few hours of your time this evening. (laughs) For I am sure you would much rather... However, the government... they need us. <laughs> we should develop it. I should like very much to speak to you tonight on the human body. It's care, cure and prevention <laughs> No days, and in those days too, <laughs> but in these catastrophic times, very few people can afford to overlook. <laughs> and that is why the study of the human body
4: <laughs>
6: presents such an opportunity. <laughs> Now, the human body, as you all know, is very common. (laughs) Sometimes even a little more so. (laughs) Now, statistics have proven that after careful research and observation, that by and large, Nine out of ten people. Of course, this applies only to large people. (laughs) Now, starting on the top, or a little higher with short people, (laughs) the body runs down. (laughs) This is when you should see a doctor. (laughs) Now, starting on the top, we have the head. Which is very important, being about the only place to put the eyes, ears, and nose in the face. Now, let us proceed to neck. A uh, tool neck, which is frequently dead from the head up or down, depending on the direction. Well, after a short while the neck leads to the esophagus. Now let us look at the esophagus and watch the food go by. First the entree, of course, and the salad and dessert, and oh boy, chocolate pudding. Well, sometimes the food gets stuck. And then we have a condition known to medical science as Stophagus in esophagus <laughs> Now sometimes when the stomach is full We have another condition known to science as Enophagus in esophagus <laughs> Now esophagus is a Latin derivative from the Greek Esophagus, esophagus, esophagus According to the sex The extra one is a spare used only. Now, so much for the (laughs) left ventricle. Just to the right of the left ventricle. Just to the left of the right ventricle. Just right of the left, left, right. Well, this is only approximate. But it is very important. Now in, concu- in, confu- in conclusion, <laughs> we come to the end and we will notice that the toe bone is connected to the foot bone and the foot bone is connected to the ankle bone and the ankle bone is connected to the... A leg bone, the leg bone connected to the a, a, a hip bone, the hip bone connected to the a thigh bone, a thigh bone connected to the bone. Come on, jump, oh yeah. yeah.
2: up this edition of the golden days of radio. Now here's a thought to remember. Your favorite television show was made possible by scientists of many nationalities, but Americans pioneered the first public use of TV in 1930. Today, the United States has over three times more TV sets than any other nation and leads the world in all forms of telecasting. Now this is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you back next time for more shows and personalities. Hey, this is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.